Cheyenne stops barking when she sees me. She is sitting on the floor about five feet from a recliner chair in what probably passes as the den, with a leash still around her neck. The room has a sofa, a table with a small TV resting on it, and the chair. In the chair is a dead body. As a criminal attorney, I have seen way more than my share of them, both in photographs and sometimes in person. While I don't make it a practice to rank them, it's safe to say that this is not one I am soon going to forget. The victim looks to be in his forties, well-built, dressed in jeans and a Syracuse University sweatshirt. My guess would be that he's about six feet tall, but it's hard to tell because he's sitting down and mostly decapitated. His throat has been sliced, and his head hangs to the side, only partially connected to his torso. His hands are behind him, probably tied behind the chair, but I'm not about to go back there to find out. No one is going to have to feel for a pulse to know that this guy is history, and establishing time of death is not going to be a problem, because before I turn away, I think I can see that the blood is still flowing. It's hard for me to accurately take in the scene, because I'm trying to do it while gagging, screaming, and running out of the room. As I'm leaving, Pete and Willie have heard me and are running in. They're going to understand my reaction soon enough. There's no reason for me to stop and explain it to them. I run out on the porch and try to take deep breaths and avoid throwing up. I haven't thrown up since I was a kid, and just the memory of how awful it was makes me want to throw up. I can hear Pete yelling something inside the house, but I can't tell what it is. Moments later, Willie comes out with Cheyenne on the leash, and he hands it to me. Keep an eye on her, he says and when I take the leash, he goes back into the house. So I'm left on the porch, simultaneously retching, gasping, panicking, and holding a leash. Fortunately, I'm a multitasker. It's less than five minutes before the police cars start to arrive, and there must be ten of them. Pete comes out to talk to two of the officers. Pete is a captain in robbery homicide, so I assume he's in charge and just consulting. He hasn't said anything to me since we discovered the body, but when he sees me still on the porch, he comes over. You and the dog should wait over there, he says. You're going to need to give a statement. You know everything I know, he nods. We have to get it all on paper. Then he points to Cheyenne. Too bad he can't talk. She. What? She's a female. Her name is Cheyenne. Thanks, he says with a slight frown. That's just the kind of information we need. What's the victim's name? I ask. According to his driver's license, Gerald Downey. You know him? I don't, and I tell him so. Then, any evidence of a break-in? Pete frowns again. You conducting a formal investigation? Or maybe looking for a client? No chance. My last client was such a pain in the ass, I'm retired. Since Pete was my last client, the dig isn't that subtle. The back door was open. That could have been the point of entry, and it's possible the perpetrator took off that way when we showed up. The wound was very fresh. I noticed, I say. And after our statements, can we take Cheyenne back to the Foundation? He nods. Yeah, I don't see her as a suspect. Maybe you can represent her in a civil suit. Crime scenes take forever to process, and when the crime is murder, then forever understates the case. It's almost three hours before Willie and I give our statements and are cleared to leave. Willie has Cheyenne's leash, and he comes over and says, 
I'm going to take her home with me, just in case. Okay. You got to look at the guy's face, he asks. Not really. Once I saw it wasn't attached to his neck, I didn't really focus on it. I did. He came in yesterday, said he was interested in adopting a dog. Which one, Cheyenne? Willie shrugs. I don't know, it never got that far. I asked him where the dog would sleep, and he said he had a doghouse, so I got rid of him. He was probably just checking the place out, I say. Willie and Cheyenne leave, and before I go, I find Pete and ask him if he's learned any more about the victim. Did I say anything to give you the impression that you and I were conducting a joint investigation?